Welcome to Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better, where I talk about my personal and my group coaching clients' experiences of healing our hearts, authentically falling in love with ourselves, and yes, finding someone better. I'm Claire the Heartbreak Coach. Let's take your love life and entire life to the next level. Hello, my loves. We are at episode 112, Your Ability to Receive. Such a good topic, if I say so myself. But actually, I'll give the credit to yet another amazing student in my group program, same title as this podcast, Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better. I just launched it. It is a year-long program. You can apply anytime. I want any heartbroken or single and frustrated woman or a woman who's struggling in her relationship to join when she knows that now is the time she needs to make a change. So there's no deadline. You can apply anytime. And shit is getting real in this group. People are showing up and putting it all out there, and they are leaning into their vulnerability. They are leaning into their shame. And I'm going to call this particular client Sarah. She felt really embarrassed to come onto the call and talk about her inability to receive from her dad. And I can relate to this. I was a struggling artist for many years into my mid-30s, and there were definitely times where I was like, Mom and Dad, I need your help. And I totally understand that shame that can come up. So Sarah originally came, of course, to this program because she was heartbroken and knew that she needed to walk away from a man who she dated for a long time. But ultimately, he said, you're everything I want, but I know that I don't want to marry you. So hello, we got to keep it that simple. How many of you can relate? Lots of fluff words. But ultimately, when it came to the end of the day, he was never going to give her what she ultimately wanted, which was to share her life with someone and start a family with someone. So we ripped the cord, we officially cut contact, and I just popped off about cutting contact. You guys know that I'm a stickler about this, but if you are not ready to cut contact, don't let that be the reason why you shouldn't be in this group. What if you join this group and it takes you six months to cut contact? Because at the end of the day, if you were to hire a health coach who said, you can drink all the wine and eat all the pizza and I will get you to your health goals. You would never believe her. Unless if she had some crazy proven results, then, you know, sign me up for her as well. <laughs> but you guys, let's get real. You know that staying in contact with your ex, even if it's social media and you're paying attention to he or she, looking at your Instagram stories, all of that bullshit is keeping you in the pain. It's keeping you holding on. It's keeping you hoping. It's keeping you unavailable to yourself. And then you're wondering, why do I keep attracting unavailable people? Because you're settling for it. You are creating it. And in order to get out of it, if you are so terrified to cut the contact, you need the coaching. Cutting the contact is just the action, but cutting contact doesn't heal your heart. It is an action step that you must take 
in order to fully heal your heart. But it always starts with the mind. And if your mind is saying, I can't, I don't want to, it's too hard, I won't survive it, then you need to be in this group and get coached. Who cares if it takes you six months to officially pull the plug? You can be showing up every week. You can be writing in to ask a coach every day, getting the coaching that you need to get you there. Don't wait for time. Don't wait for some other guy to replace him. Those are not the real solutions to your problems. That's why these patterns of attracting unavailable men keep occurring. This is an invitation for you to show up differently. Rewire your brain so that you can create different results. And I got to tell you guys, that does not happen without getting coached. Trust me, I tried it for many years without coaching, and I still work with multiple coaches to get to where I want to go because we all have blind spots. We also all have very stubborn old beliefs that are challenging to diffuse. I for sure still have them. When I was in Vegas a couple of weeks back with my coach, Stacy, who I've been working with now for almost three years, she was like, we've been here before, Claire. We've got to like really nip this in the bud. What's it going to take? And even though I've come so far, there's still these tiny mad ideas that I have in my brain that I just need to keep showing up for and looking at them and being with them and crying through them and diffusing them and working them and catching them when I don't even realize that they're still there. It's the same when you do find your person. He can be the dreamiest, most amazing person like my man is in my eyes. It was still bringing up a lot of old shit for me that had nothing to do with him and everything to do with me. So thank fucking God for coaching. And I think my client, Sarah, is having that thought right now because she wasn't sure if she really wanted to do it. She was scared to make the investment, but ultimately she bit the bullet because she knew she needed to show up in a different way. And she had a pattern of not just attracting this particular unavailable guy, but she was with a much worse guy before him. So that was another tricky thing her brain was doing, justifying holding on to this guy because he treated her so well and told her she's everything she ever wanted. And she was hanging around, hoping things would change. And ultimately, she knew it wasn't. And she knew she needed the coaching to truly cut the ties and learn what dating herself for the first time in her late 30s actually freaking looked like. And so as I just mentioned, she was scared to make the investment because she is an entrepreneur and she isn't 100% financially stable and she has leaned on her parents before. And she really said to me, you know, I want to nip this in the bud. I want to stand on my own two feet. And I'm like, this is what your journey of dating yourself is going to look like. There's different journeys for every woman in this program. Some of them are working on their relationship with their bodies. Some are working on the relationship with money. Some are working working on how they show up in their jobs. Everybody has a different way of how they struggle in their own relationships with themselves. I got to say, I relate to all three of those. So in this particular case, she really wanted to heal her money story, get started on her own two feet in a way that she will never have to rely on her dad again. She has cut all men out. She even wrote in to ask a coach and she had the title question saying, and, and I should actually explain to you guys, ask a coach is 
something else that I offer in my one-year group program where you can write in and get your question answered within 24 hours. So for a whole year, you can never not have your question answered. And on top of that, there is a 60-video library divided up into the three results that I guarantee you will walk away with when you show up. Those three results are healing your heart, falling in love with yourself on a next level, and don't bullshit me and say, I already love myself. It's not about me. It's just that I keep attracting these weird assholes that don't show up or follow through on their words. That is all about you. So that's another reason why you need to get in this group so that you can peel back the blind spots and recognize that you are doing it to yourself. I'm not saying his behavior is okay. I'm just saying there's a reason why you are holding on. There's a reason why you're finding yourself in these repetitive patterns. There's a reason why you find yourself consistently alone and don't find Mr. Right because it is your relationship with yourself and it is the thoughts that you are thinking. Always, always, always. And I always stress this. This is not an opportunity to shame or blame yourself. This is an opportunity to saddle the fuck up and get super self-empowered and do the work on a next level. And it doesn't happen in three sessions. It doesn't even happen, I don't think, in three months. I wouldn't even offer my one-on-one clients anything less than six months because this is an overhaul of your brain and your brain has been thinking, feeling, and behaving in a particular way, not just in your relationship to yourself in your love life, but in so many different aspects. And I have I share all the time that I was a poster child of not loving myself in all the different areas of my life. But when I started to really deeply clean that shit up, that's where all the magic happened. And magic started happening in Sarah's life. I made her date herself. I made her cut contact with all men. I made her not even have casual sex with some dreamboat that was living nearby. I don't say that every single person can't have casual sex. This is a very individual thing for this particular client. I think sex is neutral, but I could see so clearly that she was still distracting herself with men. I don't have a judgment on casual sex at all, but I saw so clearly that it was Sarah's journey to go all in and have zero male distractions. And the minimal amount of time is 30 days. But I always say to my clients, every time you say, and then what after the 30 days, that shows me you're not ready. We're not doing some cleanse where you're just like detoxing alcohol and then you're like, oh, and on that day when I get to celebrate my friend's birthday, I'm going to have that glass of champagne. This is a whole different kind of cleanse, if you will. So it's a minimum of 30 days. And then we see where your head is at. We see where your heart is at. We evaluate the results because there will be changes that occur in your life when you show up and you make the changes in your brain and you start taking different actions and you break those old habits that are just scratching loneliness itches that are just distractions from where you want to go. So Sarah went all in. She ripped the Band-Aid. She told her casual F buddy, hey, I am just doing me right now. It's not about you. I just need to date myself and take care of me. You know, I don't know when I'll circle back with you again. Because she also was like, can I let them know that I'll get in contact with them after 30 days? And I said, absolutely not. You don't know where you'll be in 30 days. So no, 
you can be alone for at least 30 days and they can handle it and you can show up when you feel like showing up. Of course, she heard from the ex when she really committed to dating herself. But she had already put the boundary up. She told him, hey, if you reach out to me, I'm letting you know now I'm not going to respond. So I cover all the nooks and crannies and all the bases because I've seen it all, heard it all, and done it all. And she just did everything that I said. And lo and behold, she comes to the call this past week and she was like, my dad wants to buy me a house and I'm really struggling with receiving it. And she also felt a lot of shame coming to the call because it is an anonymous group container. The women do not interact with each other. It is just me and the person on the receiving end of the coaching, myself and the client that the other people can see. But you can't see how many people are on the call or who's on the call, and it's a first name only. And so I really appreciated Sarah coming to the call and being aware of others who might think, oh, poor thing, her dad wants to buy her a house. But those were certainly not my thoughts. First of all, I really like to coach clean and just be curious about the thoughts that my clients' brains are creating. My brain has lots of thoughts that bring up a lot of shame that I shine a light on with my coaches. So I just thought it was so brave of her to bring that. And I think that it was really easy to understand because here she was, doing all the work on herself, cutting the men out, going all in on her business. As I mentioned, she was an entrepreneur. And all of a sudden, things started picking up in her business. And she was just doing really well. She was also implementing boundaries with her friends. She said she's the type of person that stops, drops, and rolls for every single friend. She just puts everyone before her. And I thought, well, this is really interesting. You give, 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 to your unavailable ex and to all these people that just want your advice. But where are you not giving to yourself? So that was another big part of her dating journey is being boundaried. And I relate as an entrepreneur, I get to create my own schedule. So when I really started committing to taking my business to the next level, I told all of my friends, I am not available Monday through Friday from nine to five. I was always available as an actress, you know, if I didn't have auditions that day, I could do whatever, meet whoever, call whoever. I had no structure and I had no boundaries. And so I was just available to chat to people about my drama and bullshit. And I was available to hear about their drama and bullshit anytime, any place. And it was really challenging for me to implement that boundary. And, you know, people forget because when you've been operating for a long, uh, uh, one way for a long time, People forget like, oh, wait, Claire's not available. So I would have to repeatedly tell people. And I don't say this against them. I felt like it was the universe's way of being like, yeah, this is going to be hard to say, hey, not available. And you guys, here's the most interesting part and what I offered Sarah about implementing boundaries and not being available, especially as an entrepreneur who creates her own schedule. You don't even have to have an excuse or actually have something on the calendar that conflicts. Because when I was transitioning into taking my business to the next level, I didn't have 20 clients at the time, but I was acting as my future self with 20 clients. And so future Claire with 20 clients wasn't going to be available for chit chats with her friends. Even if she technically had a lunch break, the last thing she would want to do is have another chit chat if she's coaching five people a day. 
even four people a day. It's a lot of energetic, emotional space to hold. Any new coaches out there who are listening, you know what I'm talking about. Any coaches out there with 20 clients, you know what I'm talking about. But I was preparing my schedule as my future self. And that's what I was really impressing upon with Sarah. So she was doing all of that. And she was self-coaching. I made her carve out that time every day. You have to carve out that time and self-coach, which is exactly what I teach you how to do in my course video library in my program. And then lo and behold, her dad wants to buy her a house in her dream city that she had always wanted. Now, Here's the interesting thing. It wasn't like all of a sudden her dad came into a lot of money. I thought the timing was impeccable. It was perfect. I don't think it was coincidental. And it was something that she wasn't seeing. Here she was saddling up, grabbing her life by the balls, implementing boundaries, not responding to her ex when she always did, even when she said to him, we can't talk. She would always respond. And this time she didn't. She implemented boundaries with her fuckboys. She was killing it. And then out of the blue, a house offer gets presented to her. But of course, she got triggered by it and was unsure because she was doing all this work for her independence, and yet it was her dad being like, hey, I want to buy you a house. So what I offered Sarah was, of course a house is being presented to you. And yeah, who cares that it's coming from your dad? Because here's the deal. At the end of the day, you don't need him to buy you a house, do you? And she said, no, I could still keep doing what I'm doing and still work my ass off. And I said, yeah, and when he buys you the house, are you just going to stop working and toss your hand- hands and start inviting fuckboys over and let all this work out, out the window? And she was like, no, no. <laughs> and I said, of course not. So here you are doing this amazing work on yourself. And look at this gift. Yes, technically from your dad, but also from the universe. You guys, this is not the first story where I have observed someone coming into a lot of abundance and success once she steps up to the plate and she cuts out her own bullshit. When someone steps up to the plate and cuts out her own bullshit, you would be amazed at what the universe provides. This is exactly how this worked for me in not just my business and with finances, but with my love life. I was still entertaining unavailable dudes and getting distracted and saying, well, I don't even really care about him. So I, I don't, I don't, I'll just go out with him anyway. It's just like I'm bored. There's nobody else out there. Those sneaky behaviors that you think are harmless because they're not causing you emotional suffering are you showing the universe that you are unavailable still because there were times where I'd rather be with a guy who I knew wasn't the guy or I wasn't even really that interested in, but I just wanted to scratch my loneliness itch or my boredom itch. But when I really did the nitty gritty work and I really deeply started to love myself on another level and when I really up-leveled myself in my business and started implementing boundaries and started taking action that made me feel uncomfortable, but I knew that they were the actions that were necessary in order for me to get to the next level of where I wanted to go in so many areas of my life, that's when Larry appeared. I had been dating myself for five months and finally just felt so at peace and clear. And I made a decision that I was not going to go out with anybody that I was only, meh, we'll see. I had dated enough people to know 
who I was interested in and who I wasn't. That doesn't mean when I see his profile on Bumble, I know that we're going to run off into the sunset together. But there was a time where I would be like, oh, he's kind of cute. Well, we'll see. Well, I'm not going out with anyone else. So I might as well go out with him. I had this very lazy, half-assed, better someone than no one approach to my dating life that, duh, wasn't working. But when you get super focused and super deliberate and super clear, I'm talking about quality versus quantity. And that's what some of my clients slip into sometimes is that they're like, well, then what will we coach on if I don't have anybody to talk about? We can talk about how you're not attracting someone that you're interested in instead of going out with someone for the sake of going out with them to coach on someone that you already knew you weren't interested in in the first place. Are you guys catching my drift? Where are you struggling to receive? This was a beautiful gift from her dad. She wasn't saying, buy me a house, buy me a house. I'm never going to be happy until I buy you buy me a house. It was a gift. And I asked her, what if he just called you today and said, hey, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to give you the house. She was like, oh, that would be terrible. I'm like, of course. You want it, so receive it. And we can all go down the rabbit hole of like, oh, but, you know, some people don't get houses. I had another client who inherited a lot of money and she was really struggling with appreciating. She was appreciating the house, but she was really struggling with deserving it because it technically wasn't her money. But actually, I was really trying to show her that it is her money. She inherited it. And she felt all this guilt and shame and why her? And there are so many poor people in the world. And of course, it is such a fucked up, unfair world that we live in. But everyone has something, right? Some people inherit a house. Some people receive a house as a gift. And I always love to use this example because I think most people in my audience here can relate. And I think all of my clients can relate We all know that nasty bitch who's with the hottest, sweetest man. (laughs) I'm going to say that again. We all know that nasty bitch who has the hottest, sweetest man who adores her, puts up with her shit, and you watch that unfold and you're like, oh my God, how does she have such a great guy like him and I would never treat my guy like that and I can't even find someone half as decent as him. And if that's not you, then fine. But it was definitely me. I would see so many situations. I would hear of so many situations of a woman just being, and I know I'm speaking in heteronormative terms here, but just some partner being an asshole and that partner, just the other partner on the receiving end, just totally loving them unconditionally. And I remember just having thoughts like, it's so not fair because I'm a really good person, but I'm flawed and I have my weaknesses. And I feel like I've been rejected for those. And then I go to like work on being a better version of myself and I'm here alone. And yet these people all have someone, right? I can't tell you why that person has her person. Maybe that was just something that easily came to her, right? But it isn't about other people. It's about you. And you have an option to receive with appreciation and gratitude, or you have an option to take it with shame and guilt and not really enjoy this amazing gift that, quite frankly, I think my client, Sarah, 100% deserves. I think that this is such a beautiful gift and such a perfect example for her to see that when she shows up and is really authentically stepping into her most up-leveled version of herself, the world is literally her freaking oyster.
So I just want you to pause right now and look at where you have overgiven in relationships, and it doesn't even have to be in your romantic relationships. I have one client I'm thinking of right now. She's the one that takes the brunt of all the work at her job until finally she was like, somebody else has to start pulling the weight here because I'm not doing all of this anymore. We have to look at how we create those situations, and then we also get to decide that we get to change those situations. But notice if you're overgiving and then you're also yearning for love from someone who doesn't want to give it back. But then someone else could be like, here, I want to give you all of this. And you're like, oh, no, I can't. Just notice none of it makes sense. And you get to take a step back and shift your perspective and really enjoy what is being offered to you and, frankly, get better at receiving so that ultimately you can attract someone who really wants to give to you in the same way that you want to give to them. This is actually a great exercise for my client. And I know it would be very easy to eye roll and say, oh, what was her struggling to receive a house? I went through the same shit when my business took off to the next level last year. Every year I do. I know I get a lot of eye rolls for that. But For someone who struggled financially for so many years and was so used to the struggle bus for the most part, and then when I started to coach and really rewire my brain and see how the work was working, I really struggled with receiving and being in that level of abundance. And as I mentioned before, and I've mentioned on many episodes, I really struggled with enjoying my relationship with Larry in the beginning because I was in such awe of him. I had an old belief. Remember what I said at the beginning of this episode about my coach who's been coaching with me for three years, and she sees old residual beliefs despite how far I've come. I had an old thought about him That had nothing really to do with him, but I remember thinking so clearly, like, he's a a way bigger catch than me, which is such bullshit, but I had to acknowledge that my brain was thinking it. We have to look at the dark thoughts, you guys. We have to look at the ugly thoughts that make us feel uncomfortable. And even when we shine a light on them, it's easy to go, oh, I know that's not true. No, 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 I know I'm really a catch. But we can't also rush out of them and escape them because those sneaky thoughts will keep resurfacing over and over and over again. So I really took my time with that when Larry came into my life. I really allowed for the discomfort. I allowed for all those old thoughts to come up. And the same when my business took off, because I know that if I want to keep growing and expanding and take my relationship to the next level and keep growing this program, that... I have to keep walking the walk for myself first and foremost, but also I truly believe in the integrity of being a really good coach and also walking the walk for you guys. So there are so many benefits and there's so much gold on the other side of this work, but with the gold, there also comes up those old tiny mad ideas and this is the beauty of the work, shining a light on then learning how to receive and be in all of the magic that you create and not look at it as, oh no, if I do this, that will be bad. So I loved that she brought it to the call and I love that she really wanted to check herself and I think that that is the beauty of this work and the beauty of 
committing to self-coaching every day where she really had the awareness of, wait, something feels uncomfortable here because I've been doing all this work on my independence and now I have this big gift being presented to me and it feels like it's conflicting with what I'm working on. And the beauty of it is it turns out it's actually a gift from the work she has done. So I hope that this makes your brain break a little bit in the best of ways. Where can you work on receiving more in your life? And where can you work on overgiving where it isn't necessary? I would love nothing more than to coach you on this in my group, Stop Wanting Him Back and Find Someone Better. One more time in case you guys forgot. You can get all the information at clairetheheartbreakcoach.com. So receive, 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 give yourself all that love, implement those boundaries, do the work, and your mind will be blown. So much love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. My love, are you ready to stop wanting him back and find someone better? Then head on over to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com and sign up for my one-year group coaching program. I can't wait to put a stop to your broken heart and get a start on your happily ever after.